On the weekend in between the celebration of the Incarnation, or Christmas, and the Solemnity of Mary, the Mother of God, the Church celebrates this feast, the Feast of the Holy Family, with an understanding of bringing before the Church the persons of Jesus, Mary, and Joseph, and the reality of there being a human family who live together just like our families do. Though, of course, with a certain advantage, having Jesus be their child, and another kind of advantage with Mary and Joseph being so responsive to God's will in their lives. But nevertheless, the church holds them up as a kind of sign to you and to me about the families we belong to and the families we should be creating as God's people. So today is a day of celebration about the nuclear family, about parents and children and siblings and relatives. It's also about the family of humankind. For those of us people who don't have children of our own or spouses of our own, we are still a very important part of the family of God, and we have families of our own in different kinds of ways. And so it's important for us to take a look at the kind of family we live in and to try to make that reflect as best we can those examples of Mary and Joseph and Jesus. But equally important, particularly in this particular cycle of readings that we have this morning, when we hear in our first reading and our second reading about Abraham and the trust he put in the Lord to accomplish something through him that he hadn't expected to be able to do, we also need to understand that we are part of a family that is more than, bigger than, even at times better than our nuclear families. We are part of the family of God and part of the family of humankind. And we have a responsibility, therefore, to look certainly at our own families, but also to look at the wider family of humankind and to try to find out our relationship through baptism to the rest of the people around us. And goodness knows the world in which we're living in right now certainly needs growing examples of a kind of confidence of being part of the family of God, united with each other, transcending boundaries, so no one is a stranger or outside of our experience of care and concern. Abram, just as Simeon and Anna in today's gospel, was a kind of prophet that spoke about what could be as well as what was. A prophet does not so much foretell the future as takes a look at the present and tries to jostle people into trying to figure out how what is evident now can better reflect the kingdom of God. And so in a very real way, each of us is also a prophet. Each of us is called to move beyond the family of which we are part into recognizing that wider family of the, as a part of who God has called us to be, working together for the coming of the kingdom. And just as Abraham had to place his faith in God's word to him, 
that somehow the miracle of a child was going to be born to him and to Sarah, so too you and I have to put our faith and trust in God and recognize that God is trying to work with us to make the world better, that we are, in fact, able to accomplish what we are called to do through baptism if we place our faith in God and then we're willing to do something in the world into which we go back. You and I are called to assess what's going on in our world and to make it better. And we have each of us only so much time. But if each of us is given only today, that means that each of us must do something today that's going to be significant. And sometimes we don't think we are significant because we look at something significant as being really, really big. Not necessarily true. Significance can also be simple faith that something can happen through the good that I'm willing to do today. If it's caring about my children, or my spouse, or my parent, or my extended family, or the world of which I am part as a single person, we are to trust in the power of God tailing each of us again that we are sufficient with God's grace to accomplish something good. And to never forget that. To never forget it. We know that Joseph and Mary had struggles in watching Jesus grow up. We understand that sometimes we have struggles looking at the people we love growing up or getting older, depending upon what part of life the people we love are in. But nevertheless, it is through our own understanding of God's power working in us that we can accomplish great good. And goodness knows, as we begin this coming year, there's a lot we need to work toward. We are not a world at peace, but we need to try to become one. That starts with each of us being at peace with ourselves, with those who are closest to us, with our neighbors, with those we work with, the other people in our country, the people who are different from us in our world. No one should be a stranger to our care and concern. No one should be regarded as less, as less than a person we are willing to help become better and through that become better ourselves. No one else is to be judged by the standards we hold as right, but to be understood as striving to do good and through the invitation of love, perhaps be shown another way of living. We are never to judge. We are always to serve. People are different from ourselves and we are different from others, but that is the way that God made us to be reflecting the fullness of the diversity of God's love and grace. So today on this Feast of the Holy Family, I invite us all to consider our nuclear families, those people who are closest to us biologically and hopefully emotionally and maybe even psychologically. And if some of those relationships need to be affirmed a little bit more, altered a little bit more carefully, understood a little more completely, Let's strive to do that in this coming week. Let's let God work in our lives to accomplish that. 
but equally and perhaps even more so, let us strive to be people who understand our role through baptism as prophets to the humanity of which we are part, to our whole family, as diverse as we are. Let us trust that God can work through each of us every bit as much as God worked through Abram, through Sarah, through Isaac, yes, even through Mary and Joseph and Jesus, because each of us has been created by that same God to accomplish in our lifetime some good for the sake of the kingdom. This past week, uh, I was reading some of the daily meditations that I read, um, and uh, one of the sets of readings that I, that I do every day is from the Center for Action and Contemplation, and Richard Rohr was the person who founded that. And this past week, he was speaking about prophecy. And I'd like to share with you just three small ideas that came from some of the authors of those quips this week. The first is solidarity with those who suffer, being there with commitment to their flourishing is the place where we most clearly encounter God. Let me repeat that. Solidarity with those who suffer, being there with commitment to their flourishing is the center of our encounter with the living God. Through what is basically a prophetic stance, one shares in the passion of God for the world. Next, we're welcome to understand Jesus as more than a prophet, but we should never understand him as less than a prophet. And let me just interject. That means that we can never feel completely comfortable in our relationship with Jesus. We should always be challenged to do more because we're challenged to be better. Prophecy should be the core and the baseline of our understanding who Jesus is. And lastly, believe in yourself. Believe in yourself. You are a prophet. You are already making your migration to wherever God is calling you. You have been chosen because you have been born. You are a prophet because you are awake. You are a prophet because you are awake. Let us be awake, not only to the needs we have in our own lives and in the lives of our family, but to the needs of the world this coming year, as we choose to live in peace and hope that other people will, as we take responsibility for choosing leaders who are honest and truthful and people of value, never settling for less than that in the people we call to lead or to represent us and ultimately growing more and more comfortable each day with the call to prophecy, to being more than we are right now because we trust that God is with us and within us.